Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thanks for downloading Sunranto's pre-posterous show. It's our pre- and post-game from yesterday. Uh, you can hear what we thought was going to happen, and you can hear what happened after the game. So um, I just wanted to give you a quick message, because this show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. They help pay the bills around here, and you can subscribe, too, um, for early and ad-free access to the audio version of this show obviously we go live and on uh, youtube and facebook on crawley's clubhouse and the sun ranto page but if you prefer listening to it in uh podcast form well you can do it early uh through patreon.com slash sunranto and also ad free so you won't have to hear the ads that are embedded within this particular production about uh, you know Manscaped and BetOnline.ag. Those are our sponsors for this version of the show. But you don't have to hear that. You just subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto. It's very easy. It's a dollar a month. Uh, won't you join us? Preview. Cubs preview. Cubs preview. Hey, everybody. Thanks for Howdy. tuning in to the pre-posterist show. This is the pre-part of our pre-posterist show. Uh, we got uh, me, Danny Rocket, up there in the corner. It's uh, Michael Cotton. And uh, Crawley's, it seems to be in front of the Brady Bunch house. Like, in uh, I'm beautiful... Burbank, California. I'm wearing a postseason hat so that Michael is aware that the Cubs are in the postseason. Oh, I'm 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 very aware. Everybody made me aware of it before that game was over. And 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 here's my superstition. Something like I like to do, and I don't really tell a lot of people about this, is I will wear colors of the opposing team. Like sometimes like I'll wear like red socks to a Cubs Cardinals game. Something like that. You know, just to be like I don't know what it is about like taking a piece, like it's a little witchcraft, taking a piece of the other team and like putting it on me somewhere. So I'm in control. So today I've got my black and gold sea hat, which is not technically a Cubs hat, but, uh, and I'm, I'm also, uh, wearing my G man tavern shirt, which is a, a black shirt, but don't worry, everybody. Cub zoomies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's nothing about- like that. Yeah, yeah the old Dubas. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Everybody's getting a little excited when I was going for the crotch shot there so early in the day. But like, we'll see where we get by post game. Yeah, yeah. it happens. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. If you don't win today, just just 
pack it up. This 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 is a matchup. Wait, that absolutely... wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> Twenty fucking two twelve hours can do to a guy. You went out and bought a hat, and you're like, well, fucking pack it up. If I'm, they not, don't I'm, gonna, win the I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is from 2016. I was just looking for a postseason. I didn't buy one today. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just knew you'd like to see well, it. They, but, and that's uh, how generic they are. Like they don't tell you what year it is. <laughs> is there a well, year on that thing? Uh, it's it's always the, so small. I think it's on the back or something. Yeah, it's yeah. on the back. And of the even this year, I noticed that the 2020, it's it's like a, a 20 on top of a 20. You know what I mean? So it's not like, and see, that's what I would want big to commemorate this shitty year. You know what I mean? Be like, yeah, 2020. It's like, you know, like I survived 2020 shirts. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I will say I only have one postseason thing, and it's because the year is very small on it. And I bought it. I bought it the last time I was in Chicago because it was like five bucks. It's like three or four years old, and oh, they yeah. did not win anything was, that year. Was it the 2015, 2015 postseason so you could relive the loss to the Mets? I have I the I have the twenty been, I, I have the twenty seventeen. I almost wore that hat. I, I was going through my hats. I'm like, which one can I wear? I'm like, ah. Yeah, the worst I got a was, it's it, got the nineteen oh eight bear logo on it, and then it just says like fly the W postseason. It's, it's barely even noticeable as a postseason. See, Frank agrees. You know, if you can't if you you can't hit <laughs> this guy. If you can't hit this guy, then look, Frank forget. can say that. You can't, Crawley, because last night you were all over this fucking yeah. like getting on me about being mad that they lost. And then today you're like, well, fuck them. If they don't win, just you got to win. Throw them out. That's all I'm saying. You got to win tonight. The Cubs are playing their three or four <laughs> games here. They lost last night. Three, two walk off, obviously disappointing. But why I was excited is that after not being there in 2019, Cubs are back in the postseason for the fifth time in six seasons. And I thought this was an interesting fact that you guys would like. First time in franchise history that we've advanced to postseason play five times in a six-year span. Prior to the six-season run that started in 2015, the Cubs had made the postseason just six times in 69 seasons. Nice. From 1946 to 2014. Wow. Well, see, but that's when back when the postseason meant something. Like, for most of those years, you had to win the whole National League. You had to beat 8 to 12 other teams and get in until they finally, what was the year, 62 or something like that when the Mets came in. And then you finally went down into a division action. And then you had to beat six other teams. Like, you remember the old days of the NL and and, NL East and West. You know, that was a little bit tougher to make it because only those teams got in. There was no wild card. And so, like, I don't even count the wild card years. I bet you have a wild card shirt, too, don't oh, you? hell yeah. Against the come Rockies. On, yeah, come you, on. Yeah, are you going to wear that? The no, one, no, no, 2018 where they lost was, to the fucking Rockies? There was no Rockies memorability. There's no Rockies. I, I actually was pissed about it. They had no hats, no shirts, nothing for the Rockies. I, I think, if you remember, it was kind of shocking that the Cubs all of a sudden just did, like, this dramatic drop-off at the end. So I don't even think they, like – they even like freaking made shit or even thought of making shit. I do remember that dramatic Mm -hmm. drop off that year and last year (laughs) and this year. Well, this year hasn't been so dramatic. It was just the 13 and two jump at the beginning. And then all this, and then they just, but then they've been bad ever since. All right. It just kind of slowly dropped off. If we look at the standings as of today, the Cubs are 3.5 games ahead of St. Louis, and Cincinnati and Milwaukee are now tied. And so uh, Cubs and St. Louis are both 6-4 and four in their last 
since he's eight and two. So that was a rare loss last night. And so once again, with the crazy clown ball postseason, we have this whole mess of teams right down here fighting to get into those last two spots. I put the Phillies in San Fran, Milwaukee, Cincy, and Miami are all, and even St. Louis, you could even go with just that, that, that five through 10 seed. There's only eight seeds going, but it's, it's a mess. And every day it's a new opponent for the Cubs. Yeah. This time, hey, we got the Marlins now. This, this yeah. time the Marlins and, and Atlanta versus Cincy. A lot of people are saying, you know, the, the Marlins pitching scares them. I don't know if it scares Ooh, me as like much. St. Louis out there with San Diego. Fuck them. Go to San Diego. <laughs> And and the reason I again I, I just said you can't be this guy if you if your bats cannot come alive I forget how long they went without hitting a home run until Rizzo's two run shot yesterday but if you can't hit a home run off Trevor Williams that's what I'm saying pack the bags no point Kyle Hendricks six and four two ninety three ERA sixty one Ks eight shutout innings last time over the Twins he struck out ten a season high walked one allowed three hits whereas Trevor Williams is the opposite of that he's shitty six seventy ERA. What do we got? 45 Ks. Uh, this is his final start after posing a 9.59 ERA after, with 11 home runs allowed and well, 25 and a third innings in his last five. But starts. it's it's worse than that. Yeah, I mean, it look look, but look at it in this. He he gave up six runs in 4.1. He gave up six runs in five against Kansas City. Now, granted, we did that too. He gave up five runs the time before that, five runs the time before that, eight runs the time before that. So when you say the last five starts and you see that one number, yeah, as being like, oh. Oh, a 13 ERA. Well, that's what a 13 ERA looks like. It's just a dog shit show. They've lost all the games. But then again, the Pirates are not even going to win 20 games this year, I don't think. Uh, he re- he's only had a couple good starts, or really only one good start this year when he gave up one through seven. But as you can see, his strikeout numbers are low, but so are his walk numbers. So the Cubs should be going up there swinging. Uh, I was talking to Evan Altman from Cubs Insider earlier today. He said he's got one of the shittiest sliders in the major leagues, so look for that. <laughs> and hopefully the Cubs can, can do something with it because look at the this. Shitty slider is what I did last night. I <laughs> yeah, well, that's after the chili I made. Um, but Kyle Schwarber does real well. He's got three dongs on him and only 24 at-bats. Uh, he's got a 1.179 OPS. Uh, Rizzo does quite well against him, got a dong. Bryant does well, but he's not in there today. We got to talk a little bit about his injury and the fact that it doesn't look like it's so bad. Uh, Jose Martinez does well against him, but we Lord knows that's not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, and, and then it drops off from there. But either way, wait, wait, wait. Be- who did you say? Oh, yeah. Jose 0 for 20 Tinez, 20 Tinez. Jose Martinez now 0 for 19 as a cub. 0 for which- 19 as. Which passes our friend of the show, John Baker, who was 0 for 18 as a new non-pitcher player, although he was a pitcher, with them back in 2014. But he has a way to go to hit John Lester's 0 for 30 in 2015. Yeah, Yeah, I love Baker saw that and tweeted out himself. The air is thin at the top. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he he recognized that he's made it there. The wait is finally over. Football's back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team and player coaching props. 
Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win division and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We thank them for sponsoring the Sunranto Show. Well, you know, you're looking here, and, and, and this is the lineup that's behind the Cubs. You got Ian Happ leading off, Anthony Rizzo, who had the home run yesterday. Contreras, like, I'm still shocked at five home runs. Like, I'm looking at that, and it's like, I, I know it's a shortened season, but good Lord. Schwarber, he, had, he had five, like, in the practice games before the season, <laughs> right? They had, like, three, three practice games, yeah. and he had, like, five homers in those. It's right. True. I think I went to a Cubs-Sox game where he hit, like, two home runs in one damn game. And so Schwarber, 193, 10 home runs. Cameron Mabin. How many of you thought that the Cubs would have the best record in the Central and that Cameron Mabin would be hitting fifth in the lineup? Mm. Uh, Jason Hayward batting six, Baez seven. <laughs> well, considering eight, I didn't know who Cameron 49. Mabin was. <laughs> I'm just... It's like everything, and and I, I tweeted out an article, and and I definitely want to kind of you know everything's getting crazy here towards the end. We're barreling towards clown playoff ball, but there's an interesting article about just how precipitous the drop has been with the with the top three guys talking about Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez. Like it's just Fangraphs did a great piece that I tweeted out earlier, and it's just kind of shocking to look at the numbers. Well and Baez now dropped to seventh in the lineup, although he was hitting cleanup last night, I want to say. Um in the no. first game, no, he was six. I thought he, he was six or seven six, last night yeah, as well. But, yeah, so th- th- I mean, but that just goes to show you. And I know uh, you and I were talking about before the show, Crawley, about that bias. His his swinging and missing at balls in the zone is just has really fallen off a cliff, and like missing those or or not. What, what, what is it exactly? Well, that- it really is bizarre because normally when you think of Javi Baez, you think of him as like, you know, swinging like a pig, swinging out of his shoes. But it's showing he's actually chasing a lot less this year than in years previous. What's happening is he's not hitting the hittable pitches yeah. that are right there. And that's the well, bizarre thing. He's guessing wrong, it seems. Like he's up yeah. there looking to take. And we've seen him take. He swings at the ball at his shoes and uh, in the other batter's box, and he takes the ball right down the middle because he was like, they, you know, he gets a steady uh, stream of off-speed pitches every right. time he goes up there. That's the but, book. Yeah. But he takes the fastball, so he's not seeing the spin. It's got to be what it is. He's like, because, you know, you look at how, you know, those Rob Friedman pitching ninja overlays and stuff like that, and they slow that down so much that you can see the seams on the baseball twirling around and then you know it's like four baseballs and they all go four different directions and it looks yeah. the exact same so cool uh but you know that's what javier Baez is looking at when he is lo- looking at tape when he comes out and says i am looking at tape back in the back room to figure out what the hell's going on oh this guy's throwing me a slider this guy's throwing me a curveball this is what that looks like this is his arm slot when he does this he picks up his toe when he does that that's all the stuff he's looking at he's trained to do it that way this year he can't so now he's like, you you used to have like raw power, crazy Javi Baez, batting 230, 40 home runs, swinging at balls like David Ortiz over his head in the batter's box, connecting somehow and making something happen. Still an exciting player, still hitting big bobs. Now you've got this like weird hybrid dude that's trained to do something else, and now he can't do it anymore because of the stupid Astros. 
And again, you're you're looking at a situation right now where luckily he he defensively helps you so much, but just offensively, that's where it's just been such a struggle. And 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 it's it's like I said, you can have one guy struggle, two is not ideal, but to have three, four guys that that you again, you always look and project the back of the baseball card roughly. What are the numbers usually going to be? I remember Aramis Ramirez in April and May would always look like shit, and then all of a sudden you'd look at the end of the year, no. Huh, 35 home runs, 99 RBI. It's always the same shit. Like you could project out. And this is just, I know it's, it's a, it's an issue for a lot of teams, but for the Cubs, it's just so dramatic. Yeah, it, it is. And it's frustrating when you play a team like that, you get like two hit through seven innings for a team like the pirates. I mean, people, people forget about Monday, you know, it's not like that game was, it looks like five to nothing at the, when you look, you know, back through the year, but that game was two to nothing until the eighth. Right, on, right. On until Monday. they got into the bullpen and yeah, and so doing some work. So it's like, all right, and and actually, you look over the Pirates here. They played the Cardinals pretty tight when they played them. There's a lot of one-run games in there too. It's not like they're a major league baseball team. You know, they they can put up. They got some new guys that they're excited about. That Key Brian dude is exciting. Rick writes in says Danny looking like a hippie. Uh, Rick. Danny is a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if we look and if you see that. Rick is clean shaven yeah, all the way a, across the a, top. It's a so, good looking man. I, 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 th- there are there are military men that look like hippies compared to that haircut. Yeah, I mean, here's the here's the <laughs> thing about me. I have lived in a van. You know, <laughs> it, it has happened. Uh, let's see. I, I I play a lot of guitar and I got long hair and I smoke weed. So yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's all you really need. Bingo. No, winner, and I believe winner. in peace. I believe in peace and love. Adam Frazier leads off at 214. Cabrian Harry's 323. Colin Moran is batting third, followed by Gregory Polanco, who all of a sudden, after facing the Cubs, now becomes a number four cleanup hitter because he's <laughs> um, Jose Azuna's DH and JT riddle me this, riddle me that. Batting six, Eric Gonzalez seven, Jacob Stallings, the hero last night. Three home runs all season, one in the bottom of the ninth yesterday to walk mm-hmm. it off. And Jared Oliva and uh, batting uh, ninth and hitting zero. Yeah, yeah. and it, he's, it'll be his first start ever. Well, no, <laughs> he, didn't he start yesterday? And then he took the – he made the last out on Monday. No, he they, came – Oh, yeah, did he, he did the last out on Monday. He yep. made the last out on Monday. So oh, I uh, know he, he, he's got he a batting it. average of zero. So his name isn't Jared Oliva. It's Jared O for the his career <laughs> so far. Because that was – I'm pretty sure he was in there last night. I could look I'm, at the – I'm looking Nobody really cares. It's really yeah, like – no, those, he was in there. He was in there yesterday. Yeah, he didn't do shit. That's why – that, that, that was the end of his career. That was the beginning of his career. But interesting last night, Alzai, we talked about that that six slider that just came nowhere. Really up in day. He struck out seven morning relief along one run on two hit. At 25 years, 205 days of age, he's the youngest Cub reliever to record seven or more punch outs in a game since Angel Guzman. Do you remember yeah, him? Yeah, oh. I do. Yeah, he was, he was all right. Struck out eight Tigers. He looked like he'd be good, but he's another one that the injury bug just wouldn't get away from. Uh, speaking of injury bug, Ross said Bryant, right oblique, was feeling improved again today. Plan was to have him go through some mobility testing. Manager still, quote, optimistic about Bryant's chances of playing a game this season. When asked for comment, Chris Bryant said, Welcome to Midwest Express Clinic. Go to Midwest Express Clinic. They're doing great things for me. Official sponsor of Chris Bryant. 
Yeah, and Chris Bryant's birthday cake. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> funny how Chris it went from Chris Bryant being their sponsor to them sponsoring Chris Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, what are you going to say about Chris Bryant? Yeah, I mean, it's really frustrating. I feel bad. I, you know, I know a lot. There's been a, there were a lot of articles today. I don't know if there you were, saw them being tweeted around. There, there were a lot of articles being like Chris Bryant's getting a bum rap. Chris Bryant's been awesome. Please appreciate the oh, beauty that is Chris Bryant. It's and I Cubs was like, writers. It's one of the, the Cubs writers' favorite topics is to, uh, is to like defend Chris Bryant from anybody on Twitter. Like, exactly. Every year we get this, like for the last three years, it's like, oh, it's Chris Bryant defense day. And like 27 writers write about it. Listen, here's here's the thing about Chris Bryant. All right. He was awesome. 15 and 16. And for 17, for the most part, he was awesome. After that, there has been a precipitous drop to the point where the last couple of years, he hasn't even been in the top 10 in offensive war. Okay. Meanwhile, He's getting 18 million. He's going to get 20 million next year and all this stuff. And you start to wonder what, you know, this is, this is his last year. And this is people's pushback on this. Like everybody blow sunshine up Chris Bryant's ass articles that are going out there. Do you pay $20 million for a dude that is likely damaged goods at this point? Now, I love Chris Bryant. He's given me some of my best memories at Wrigley at Wrigley Field and on the road. You know what I mean? I've seen his best game I was at, that game in Cincinnati. Oh, he, yeah. he was awesome. What talent. But we've seen this. You just talked about Angel Guzman, not putting those guys in the same category, but dudes that showed promise. And Chris Bryant showed not just real promise. We're talking about Bryce Harper in his prime. We're talking about Mike Trout promise. We're talking about generational Cubs player talent. So to be derailed by injuries is frustrating to him, and I feel bad for him, but it's it's frustrating to fans too. So for them to feel pain from that and be like, hey, this is not working out. We want to win. That is also a fair position to take here, yeah. here here's the thing and, and and i got this you know everyone was making fun of my bookcase from the other night uh but this was from a book it was written by bill maher that i enjoyed and this is a quote he said f scott fitzgerald has an indispensable quote the test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in the mind at once and still remain retain the ability to function or as i like to call it oj killed his wife and the police are corrupt so both right. things can be true. And the police it's, are corrupt. Exactly. Right. It's not that. It's not that. Well, it was me last it. night. I'm, I'm happy both. they won. The, I'm happy they got in the playoffs. And I'm pissed off that they lost to the Pirates. That right. was me and last so night. John Pink has said he's only one of the best players when he's healthy and he's awful when not. And that's the truth. And both things can be true. He's nowhere near as bad as like Cubs Twitter that wants to trade him for a bag of balls. And he's not what the what the writers and the bloggers say, where they are shoving, you know, rays of sunshine up his ass like there's nothing wrong with him. And he's God's gift to baseball. He hasn't been. I wish he was. And if you really want to defend Chris Bryant, maybe you should advocate for him going to another team that has some sort of a fucking training program that won't that'll allow him to get through a season without falling apart. No, they've taken care of it. Midwest Express <laughs> Clinic and their cake decorating uh, uh, advertising agency. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe every time Chris Bryant 
has had an injury or anything. They've sent him down to the corner Midwest Express Clinic rather than actually seeing doctors. Yeah, and here's the other question. Nick asks, the, uh, do you want to see him, Chris Bryant, rebound for someone else? And of course not, you know, but you got to wonder, like, you are taking a chance and you're taking quite an expensive chance that Chris Bryant is not. De- Listen, we're all at our 40s. We know that, I mean, listen, I I hurt my shoulder in high school. It still hurts to this day. You know what I mean? Things don't heal. Things that happen to you when you're young, they stay with you forever. These are professional baseball players. They do hard things to their body. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm sure if you talk to Gary Matthews or Bob Dernier or any of these guys, they are in pain every morning when they wake up trying to get out of bed from the the grueling 162-game uh, multi-seasons they gave to themselves when they're young. I mean, d- does Chris Bryant have a shit ton of talent? Absolutely. Does Chris, Is Chris Bryant ever going to be as good as he once was? We don't know. And do you well, want to take that chance? When Nick Chantry is saying this right here, the other question is, do you want to see him rebound for someone else? I think next year you absolutely pay him his money. You know, I don't think there's any question about that. You don't let him walk away with nothing. You just can't do that. It's absolutely. You don't cut him loose. Right. And so I see people saying they're not going to pay him in arbitration and just uh, let him go and cut bait. That's not going to happen. The question, Nick, more than anything is how much is Boris going to want? Is he going to want 150? Is he going to, you know, prior to that, they were looking towards uh, Nolan Arenado money, which was north of 200 million. So do you want to go? It was 260 for Arenado. And then they gave him 260 and the next year tried to trade him. Right. And so that's, <laughs> that's the thing is everyone keeps forgetting how pissed off they were at Jason Hayward for the first four years of that first three years of the contract. Everyone yeah. was declaring it one of the worst contracts ever. Now they're talking about possibly maybe renegotiating the contract for a couple more years. And that's the thing is that, look, if it works – I can't, I won't blame Theo for doing either one of those things. Me personally, if you're talking about signing a long-term deal to a guy that can't look healthy and he goes off and does great for somebody else, that's great. But if you get stuck with a $200 million contract and you can't sign player XYZ because of that contract, you're going to yeah. be pissed then. So yeah, and, well, and, and, they need to, and they need to pay the pitching because Lord knows they refuse to develop any. And when they do develop it, they won't let it play at the major league level. So it <laughs> just got to stay in the 60 bay. Right. They've developed quite a triple A team. And then, and then here's the other question. And I mean, this is much, this might is maybe more of an off season conversation. We're at a pregame show right now, but so the, are you willing to pay Javi superstar money? And I think that that's the, almost the same situation. I mean, Rizzo same actually, same question, you know, actually, like you know, it's almost it's almost a worse situation because I can tell you why Chris Bryant is sucking up. It's because he hurt his arm or his wrist. I saw the play that happened. I cannot tell you why the drop Javi Baez. I'm 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 more willing to give Javi Javi Baez the benefit of the doubt because of this season, right? Like all the other seasons, he just continued to get better. This weird COVID, you know, 60 game, all this, he's not doing great. I mean, never mind. He's he's doing bad, but yeah. <laughs> right, he is definitely doing bad. But Schwarber but, too, you know. But I mean, I don't it, want to make a decision based on this year for him, and you know they've got him for another year or two before. So you know, I don't know. I don't think he gets. There's going to be a lot of. I, I don't think parts. he gets what he deserves if he signs an extension and comes back. 
Well, right? I don't. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's, it's really funny because Adam Schefter tweeted out today the Chargers team doctor, San Diego Chargers of football, uh, accidentally punctured his own quarterback Tyrod Taylor's lung just before kickoff while trying to administer a painkilling injection to the quarterback's cracked rib. And I was sitting there because someone on Twitter, I don't know who did it, literally said, "Oh, I know who the Cubs are going to be hiring for the training staff next year." Oh. <laughs> How do, well, oh my God! Well, how do you do that? It it is a tough predicament, but we are in first place, and it, it could definitely be worse. We could be Pirates fans, like our good friend Brian. I'm just going to transition us from this because he sent in a video because he's like, I remember when I asked him to come on the show the last time we faced the Pirates, and he's like. I don't give a hell. I don't give a rat's ass about the pirates. <laughs> I, he's like, I, I have been a big fan, but I have checked out for this year. This is just too stupid for, to even watch. So, uh, but I did ask him to send in a video to just kind of wrap up his pirates fandom for this year. <laughs> anyway, maybe, uh, maybe uh, if they, if, I don't know, maybe he, he's got another video in him next year, but let's, let's see what he had to say. Well, as you know, it's been a tough year to be a pirates fan. Oh, fine. Fine. As you know, it's been a tough year to be a Pirates fan. First of all, the new vaunted upper management team has done absolutely nothing to improve the product on the field. Second of all, the new exciting manager has come in and played the team like it's some kind of computer baseball. Ooh, let's put the infielders in the outfield and see what happens. Ooh, and make sure we get enough at-bats for the people who should not be on a major league roster at all. And then finally, if that wasn't enough, one of our top prospects was just involved in a serious drunk driving accident. Obviously, the team is cursed, so we're going to try to do something about that now. It seems to have worked. Anyway, enough bad news. I want to take a few minutes and talk about the good things happening with the Pirates. I mean, I know you're Cubs fans. You want to talk about the Cubs and the Cubs and the Cubs. But listen, here's the good news for the Pirates. Key Brian Hayes... Okay, that's it. It's been a bad season when the second best thing you can say about the team is, oh, what do you know? Looks like we do have a major league catcher on the roster. Key Brian Hayes really is something special, though. We've always known he's a fantastic fielder, and his doubles power seems to have morphed into home run power at the major league level. So he's really someone to keep an eye on when he's in pinstripes three years from now. Keep in mind, though, it is the end of the year, at least for a Pirates fan. And we hope you wish us well as we chant the thing that Pirates fans always chant every October. Let's go Rays! <laughs> oh man it, you got to check out some of brian's uh his uh Pro progressive dementia is one of his bands he's got a lot of great bands he's an awesome guitarist one of the best i've ever worked with in my life and he's a very funny dude a way, very old friend and hell you got to give that dude credit for even owning a pirate shirt at this point <laughs> i mean that guy you know where he lives new jersey he doesn't oh. have to deal with this crap we used to go to a lot of mets games together when i was out in new york so like Man, to just like, but for him to even follow this team, and he's come on this show for years, uh, and uh, tell us about his 
absolutely terrible dog crap team. So, you know, it um, was it was amazing how when you looked at the Pirates and the wild card and how they were able to they had some really good teams. And I think 2015 literally broke them. Like since then, it's just like a absolute spiral of hell. Yeah, uh, Guy Sirius, who's responsible for me looking so handsome with my ring light, writes in, it's so hard to be a Pirates fan. I was one. Then I moved to Chicago and became Danny's friend in the fourth grade. Hence, Cubs fan for life. You're welcome, world. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Pirates fans. Um, Yeah, I used to, well, I still apparently do. Live, eat, breathe, sleep, Cubs, as Crawley did. We we grew up uh, so close to each other. Me, you, and Guy Series could have all been hanging out back in the day, and somehow we didn't. So uh, I, I want to mention this. Uh, we we are uh, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash sunranto. There are some changes to what they're doing at Patreon right now. For the first time ever, due to people wanting it and me asking for it on your behalf for years, you can just, instead of getting a monthly uh, charge on your bill, you can do it all at once. So if you want to just do a year at a time, you can just be like, I want to sign on for a year. So instead of like basically giving a dollar once a month, you can just give us 12 bucks and then you're good for the year. You get all the downloads uh, from the, the uh, post-game shows. And uh, and and plus, we have lots of plans of what we're going to do on there over the course of the year. There's also something I want to add. Um, super subscribers. That's anything at the $10 and up level. Uh, from now, there's going to be a brand new video that plays at the end of all our shows, thanking those super subscribers for being super subscribers. So, and at the $10 level, you actually get a Sunranto calendar, which is like basically getting two months of Sunranto free. Cause it, this calendar is like, it's a, it's a bargain is what I'm telling you. Yeah, and you get your name on the show. There's not a lot of you. So get on there before I change my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, seriously, thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. There's like 92 of you. I was looking today. Yeah. We that really are on appreciate there. it. And, uh, you know, it's how we keep the show on. We don't have any advertising on this show, only on the uh, the uh, uh, armchair feed that we do with the podcast. But I don't even mention that here so because they don't pay us enough. So uh, anyway, I guess that's our show. We'll see you afterwards. I mean, what, do, what do you guys have any predictions for tonight? Cubs offense breaks out. I'm going 7-2 Cubs. Me too. I'm, that's what I'm feeling too. I, th- I think they break out today. I think it's going to be in the first inning too. Like okay. this game's over. This is a laugher. <laughs> seven seven runs, first inning, nothing, nothing else. Nothing the rest. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pirates climb back in, final 7 6. <laughs> Kim, Kimbrell with the bases loaded, you know, uh, you know, to end it. Yeah, Once who knows? Who knows loaded. what happened? Yep. I am feeling a laugher tonight, and I, I hope you are too. But um, magic yeah, numbers hoping. at four, guys. So keep your fingers crossed. Let's just do what we got to do and get out of Pittsburgh. With the magic number of two. Cub, Cub X fan is looking for the Twitch stream. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what happened with the Twitch stream tonight. But by the way, we're on Twitch usually. Maybe every single time except for tonight. So we'll, we will be on Twitch tonight. So uh, Twitch us. <laughs> At that note, Spagog. Okay, yeah, Spagog. Spagog. What am I playing? Oh, I know.
silvers and gold When we win the World Series That crazy night in Chicago Gentlemen, when was the last time you shaved your nuts? I mean, come on. Quarantine's been going on. You know, you probably let yourself go a little bit. Possibly your balls are way too furry. Well, I've got the solution for you. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. It's a premium electric trimmer. It's designed to give you confidence. And it's going to boost your body image. I can guarantee it. Got a ceramic blade, skin safe technology. It's designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. And that is very important because that's a bit of a sensitive area. Now, the Lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or possibly in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four piece nail kit. 
featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit also allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver. It's an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, and this will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. Now, we won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself, but we will judge you if you have hairy, smelly balls. So go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, did you know that listeners of this show, the Sunranto Show, will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping, manscaped.com. Use code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving your front trunk. The Sunranto Show is also brought to you by Bet Online. Now, we're not at the game this year, but you can be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. Game spreads, totals, team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on win division and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Post-game. Cubs post-game. Cubs post-game. Cubs post-game. From the Sun Rancho Show. What in the crap was that? How could it be that you lose two games in a row to the Pittsburgh freaking Pirates? Yeah. What in the crap was that? How could it be? Sorry, I, I thought I'd cheer everybody up at the end. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, whoa, what's that one? God, Boom. what the hell is going on? That was. They can't hit a baseball. They're having, I, a, they're having a hard time seeing the ball, hitting the ball. What, what did I say before the game? If they can't fucking score on this guy, pack it up. So pack it up. I, I I don't know what to say. If you can't hit Trevor Williams, fucking, you know what? I need Lee Elia right now. I want somebody to call. There he is. Call, call Lee Elia. Get him up from Florida. I want him in fucking Pittsburgh. I want the, I want 80 something year old Lee Elia to fucking get some life in these guys. That was absolute horseshit. <laughs> You know that Lee Elia was actually defending the team and not yelling at the team in that rant. <laughs> I grasp it. I need him to. I need him. He, to he channel was, that he energy. Was yelling about you right now for saying. I that. want him to channel that energy and yell at these fucking hitters because it's a disheartening situation. Yes, he's alive. Lee Elia is alive and kicking. And, 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 disheartening fucking situation we're in right now. You keep saying it. Just God damn it. 
No, how I did mean, you do that? So how did you do that? Your I, runs, your runs for the last two games are named Anthony Rizzo, Tony Two Chains, Tony Two Dongs in Tony Two Days. That's what you got out of that situation, and that's it. And then Cameron Mabin, who wasn't even on this team to begin with, is the only other person that shows up. Everybody yeah, else is just tonight. The you know, you got one. a guy named Javier Baez who used to be able to hit. I remember. Remember back in the days when Javier Baez could hit? What he the hell happened? Anything thrown at him. Anything thrown at him. And no. now, I don't know, does he need glasses? Does he need, I don't know, does he need a new bat? I don't, a bigger bat. No. Maybe he needs a, a larger bat. I don't know how, what to say. It is confounding. Confounding. How, how bad do you feel for fucking Kyle Hendricks? Can he get any run support at all? At all. Even when he wins, can he get any run support? Crawley, the answer is no. He cannot. They will not give it to him. So, Hendrick, 7.27 hits, two runs to the first two batters he faced. Only one other time in career he gave up back-to-back homers. And three strikeouts, so the strikeouts weren't there. Kimbrell was in for .1 inning. And Luis Medina, friend of the show, he uh, he said something funny that you could put Craig Kimbrell in a dirty inning, but you couldn't put him in yesterday. God only knows what the fuck that was about. It, it is absolute horseshit that this garbage-ass team, and I put a couple different things here. I put offense sucks is how I titled this. Here we go. Trevor Williams, who's shutting down the Cubs tonight, is 0 for 4 with a 9.59 ERA in his last five starts. 9.59 ERA. This one right here. Nine, Trevor Williams. Five, nine. Last five starting going into night earned runs. Eight, three, five, six, five. This yeah, look, look at it. There it is. This he gave is, up six runs last time, six runs a time before, five runs a time before, five runs a time before, eight runs a time before, and tonight he was Cy freaking young. Well, let's take a look here. <laughs> yeah, one for five. How many hittable pitches did he have in that last at bat? How uh, many four. hittable pitches? Do you think that he had in that nope. last at bat, including the final pitch of the game? Yeah, go sell some more hair, Ian. Go sell some more hair. Go sell some pants because you're certainly not selling you as leadoff hitter of this baseball team. One for four, Rizzo home run. Contreras, 0 for four, pure garbage. Schwarber, 0 for two. Hamilton came in, and Hamilton did a great job doing what he did. Maven, two for four. This is what we're handing our fucking season on right now. Cameron Maven, 0 for two for <laughs> Maven. 0 for 4 for Baez, 1 for 4 for Kipnis, and Bodie, 0 for 3. Well, and that's walk. just it. Yeah, Hayward, though, we had the two walks tonight. You know, they, they had guys on base. You know, they got the home run from Rizzo at the wrong time. Like, Rizzo came up later with runners on, and it was all up to him again. But, you know, Tony 2 Chains could have come through at that point, which I'm not going to blame him for. The guy had a home run today. I'm not going to complain about that. But if if your dudes that you're com- that you're uh, counting on is a couple walks from Hayward and uh, Cameron Maben, they've set the table for somebody else to do something, and nobody can come through. And it's not just tonight. Because if this was just like, well, you win some, you lose some. This is every single night this is happening. This happened last night. This happened against the stupid twins. The, you know, all year this has happened. And not only now zoom out even further, it's been happening for three years straight. Without Hayward, team average at 200. That's bike spoke. I like what Jared P has to say here. What the fuck was up with all these check swings? They just look so clueless up there. Like they've never seen a fucking slider. <laughs> 
Yeah. Look, it's a slider. What is that Some magical of the Pirates? Pitch? The worst team in baseball. The best you could do now is split with them. And, you know, I I blame everybody that threw that that flew their damn W flag last night <laughs> and wore their stupid postseason hats, being like, Yeah, we clinch. And granted, we're in the postseason as the eighth seed. Yeah. That's what Actually, we're gonna be by the end of this freaking weekend. Danny, I do have to say, uh, I think some of it's on your head right here so wearing pirates colors you wore pirates colors but the <laughs> pirates fucking switched up their colors and wore green tonight i know i should have so camouflage. it completely negated anything you were doing you should have oh. switched to green yeah and my, my brother just texted me right now he said well at least we won't get swept by the pirates so we got one that's <laughs> the bar is just beep. Okay, I, I do want. So uh, we were thinking, like, wouldn't it be cool if we saw a White Sox Cubs World Series? Well, the White Sox have lost four straight, and they are now tied at the top of their division. They are no longer in the control down there. Uh, With the Twins up seven. To so three, yeah, I, I think maybe when the Cubs and Sox get booted after the first round, they should just have like a one game. Like Chicago exhibition game. game, absolutely. Yeah. And they, so guys, they should do it on Clark. The they, good, they should do it in Gallagher way. The good news is, yeah, give them one of those fat T-ball bats, and maybe they can wiffle ball bats. One of those real <laughs> fat barreled ones. Maybe they can hit. Something. They'll still miss. But the Royals are beating the Cardinals three to one. So the magic number has the potential to go down to three. But you could have absolutely made this drama free and made it easy on everybody, and instead. You're gonna have the 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 fucking White Sox going on. Yes, everybody's everybody's counting their chickens, you know, by being like, eh, yeah, we won the the playoff pool. It's like, no, everybody wins the playoff pool unless you're god awful. And we got right. some aging. We're we're in the remember back when we were kids, and they'd get like one or two aging stars that you'd show up to the ballpark to see. Fred McGriff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great example. Well, now we got a team full of them, <laughs> and like, and we're watching the tail end of all these clouds' careers as they t- can't figure out what they used to do two years ago to be successful. Well, I, I can't here, explain here, it. Here's some tape to break down. This is Javi Baez. Two things I want you to take a look at. Look at how he absolutely has no pitch recognition. Look exactly what the pitcher's doing. And look at Javi's body language after the at-bat. Ninth inning, no outs. Down by one. <laughs> look yep. look again one more time. Watch, watch his body language and watch where that pitch ended up. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, he just kind of flipped the bat nonchalantly, like, just fuck it. Like, fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it. I think he cares. I think he's pressing. I'm not saying he doesn't care, but the body language is shit. And that, that's just garbage. guessing wrong. There's like too much. I, I really feel like there, I, analytics are an amazing thing. The fact that we can measure every single aspect of what a baseball player can do, how hard they can hit it, uh, the launch angle of things, how that affects it, the spin rate that it comes off, you know, it's how that we saw, we see dudes catch up with 99 mile per hour fastballs. It's amazing to see. It's a, it's a, it's quite the feat, but the fact is like these guys are going up there with so much going through their brains at any given time being like, I got to do this and put my foot this way and that way. And that's going to work for some guys. And it's not going to work for other guys. And Sean at this has, point, 
leading off and playing center field tomorrow, Billy Hamilton. You know what? I said, no, fuck it. I don't care. Put him in. You got to try something. Put the bat boy in at this point. Maybe Grandpa Rossi has a few more swings left. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I don't know. Michael, chime in here. It, you look like you want to say something for a while. And I've <laughs> no, I mean, there, there. I mean, there's, there's really, there's, there's nothing to say. There's yeah, nothing well, to say. They didn't. We, we've been watching the same team. Nothing's changing. It just keeps going on and on and on. It is, uh, it is the 2020 of baseball teams. Like it's bad. And it just keeps going. Sometimes you might smile, but you know the next day you're not going to be smiling anymore. It just is oh, – it's just wearing me down, man. It's just fucking I, driving me let, nuts. Let, let me throw out a few other fucking things here because I'm pissed, all right? And so maybe when I'm pissed, I just get pissed at a lot of things. I, why weren't you pissed last night, Crowley? I don't know. I, 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 I'll I tell you why. Right. I got my postseason hat. Post-season. My postseason hat. Here's the thing that really I'm fucking. And here's the thing, man, is that, you know what? For whatever reason, I kind of sat there. I was like, I could see Brault having a good game. I kind of had like an inclination that it wasn't going the Cubs away last night. And I didn't care last night because I'm like, you know what? Kyle Hendricks versus fucking Trevor Williams. Fuck it. It sucks. I kind of had it in the back of my head that it may not happen. But cakewalk today. Fucking get the bats going. Hit this guy. His shit was so garbage all day. And so I sit there. I sit down. Anthony Rizzo, second, second player of the game, second batter of the game. Anthony Rizzo, boom, puts one out here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here it goes. And then not another fucking run the whole rest of the game. Yeah. Well, and and this has been happening, though, for multiple years. This is the September swoon that we can come suck timber. Try not to suck timber. Well, guess what? They suck. They suck so bad. I mean, they're the runs scored that, I mean, what has it been? Uh, two runs this last weekend, and now what? Uh, three runs total in the in this series so far? Yep. Oh, yep. No, no, not this series. Like you, they no, won not five they nothing on five Monday. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So, but either way, like you cannot be like squeaking games out against the Pittsburgh Pirates. You you're supposed to rack up wins against bad teams, and it makes me think that like this team is going to be. I mean, who even knows who they're going to play in this thing? Because we won't know until the last minute. So there's no even use even talking about it. Like, what is it now? Every every five seconds it changes. The Phillies, then it's the Marlins. Then we're playing the Brewers. Then we're playing the Cardinals. Then we're playing the Reds. It's been a different team every single day. So I'm like, ooh, what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop thinking about it until they tell me what's happening. I got this one. I was bored, and I was just looking up tweets to just so I could talk about them later because I was so pissed. This one is for Michael Cotton. I call it the Cotton Special. Here we go. Ready? John yeah, Lester, oh, I saw 2019, this one. 188, 264, 292, 246 WOPA, 47 WRC+, 9.4 walk rate, 37 K rate. Javi Baez in 2020, 199, 234, 350, 250 weighted on base average, 52 WRC+, 3.2% walk. So Lester had more walk, uh, walker percentage and 32.6 K. Well, in- there you go. Right. The, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Fuck the DH. We the can DH say it. Fucking fuck sucks. the DH. Yeah. It's, it's a stupid thing. And, it, and that- well, you know what? It's not even fuck the DH. It's that it's not needed 
People talk about how the DH was going to come in. It was going to revolutionize fucking baseball. That was in the 1970s. And it didn't do it. Nothing has changed since the 1970s that would make you think, if you actually looked at the fucking numbers, that the DH is worth anything that is amazing. It's not. It makes the games more boring. It makes fucking – there's no decisions to be made. Kyle's out there – I. Hey, it's great. Kyle gets to throw all night because he's not going to hit. Honestly, he would have been better than anybody else out there other than Rezo. So I would have <laughs> yeah, rather exactly. fucking seen uh, Kyle Hendricks hitting tonight because he actually does swing a good bat, unlike some of the other guys. Um, but well, well, who they just let him tonight. sit out there, right? You, you wonder, how did Kyle get so many um, so many long games this year? It's because nobody has to pull him in the fifth or sixth inning because they need runs, right? I get that. Just as a Kyle Hendricks fan, like I can totally see how, well, it's better that he gets to pitch longer. But it's not better for the fucking game, you assholes. I don't (laughs) care. And Bill Sugis ensuring that our boomer demographic stays happy. Yeah, and I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I like the idea that there's two leagues right two leagues two rules have it come together at the end you you know three games are going to be dh and four games are going to be the other way like whatever i like it it's interesting this baseball is not fucking interesting it is not interesting and it's not just because the fucking cubs can't hit but they're not trying to do anything we would have seen three or four fucking pinch hitters tonight had uh, <laughs> had we not had the fucking DH, but let me. There's a couple with our, things with too. our deep bench. Here's a couple <laughs> things. Hey, you know what? But here's the thing: the fucking guys they're putting out there aren't hitting. They are hitting. Fucking switch it up. Who cares? We had five hits tonight. I mean, Kyle Hendricks uh, might have had a. Uh, a I'm bunch. telling you, Kyle Hendricks could have had another hit. All I'm telling you right now here is. How about the broadcast? I mean, like I said, maybe I'm just irritated by everything right now, but I am so fucking sick of Taylor McGregor coming in in the middle of a pennant race and and just being like, hey, here's a piece of 1929 parchment we found at Wrigley. Like, (laughs) the fuck? Can we watch the game? What is this shit? And the other thing that's bothering <laughs> To be honest, Parchment is a little bit more interesting than the Cubs' offense right now. <laughs> the other thing that is... Significantly more entertaining. The, the other thing that is bothering... I'd like to see if the Cubs could actually swing a bat through that Parchment. <laughs> exactly. Are they're their right. bats strong enough to get through it? And the will Hobby actually make contact? <laughs> with the, par- no, with the Parchment, just, this line. They would miss it altogether. <laughs> Fucking... <sighs> Get her right in the hand. Our constitution, it lives. <laughs> but uh, like, seriously, can't they figure out that this is not the time? This is not a spring training game. This is not something. Stop fucking. Oh, that's all I need right now. <laughs> Bring up Al Moro, says Boss Hog 95. <laughs> yeah. No, and I love, I love this too. No DH would benefit the Cubs. Our pitchers hit better than our hitters. Correct. All I've heard for the last four fucking years is that the Cubs were built to be an AL team and they have. Kyle Schwarber is the greatest DH hitter that he's that's ever been created, and he's not getting a chance to do it. Well, Danny, we, cue it up. Cue it, cue it up. Because Sean03199 asks, where's the accountability? Where's uh, the accountability that we asked for that Theo Epstein says was all going to happen? Hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself hold accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself accountable. A lot of guys sitting in front of me with iPads. 
<laughs> I just had to throw that in. <laughs> fucking just garbage. And then here's one more thing that I have to ask. Can Len seriously just rub one out about Trevor Bauer in between innings? Can this just stop? Oh, See, this, he is. This, he's gunning for Brenneman's open spot. He's he's creating uh he's creating an audition tape of n- four hours of him talking about Bauer so they know he can do it. He's not on the team <laughs> and he talks about him. You don't hear him talk that way about say like Strasburg. I never heard him talk that way about uh uh, uh, Scherzer or Kershaw. He doesn't bring them up like every fucking, hey, do you know what Trevor Bauer tweeted? Hey, did you see that funny meme Trevor Bauer put out? He sounds like a 12-year-old girl. Get the fuck over it. Christ's sake. It's because he came on his podcast. See, that's the thing about guys at podcasts, and I know this well because this started out as a podcast, <laughs> and I have definitely publicly blown everybody that has ever been on our <laughs> podcast. That's how it goes. Like, you got to blow sunshine up their ass, otherwise yeah. they won't come back on. It's, it's. I mean, it, you don't have to oh, physically do it. Just, yeah. you know, no, more I think in, in slight defense of Len, they, <laughs> they've <laughs> seen these teams – and nobody but these teams all year long. Like there's nothing else to talk about, right? Like there's no odd, oh, we're going to the East Coast. We're going to see like three East Coast teams. And he's got a bunch of storylines to talk about about the East Coast teams. It's nothing but he's as bored as we are. And his fucking fallback right now is like, Oh, did you see what uh, Trevor Bauer? Trevor Bauer just uh, texted something. <laughs> right, but this, this, this is like you, you can watch other baseball. I'm sure Lenka has access to watch the other games. You, it's not like you're being forced with blinders to watch Trevor Bauer's every move. Well, he needs to know everything about the Reds if he's going to get that Brenneman job. I'm just telling you, he sounds like a middle school girl with a crush. Like, yeah. oh, did you see what Trevor did? Yeah. Trevor, Trevor Bauer just built the, the, the USS Montana out of popsicle except for, sticks. Except for we know that Trevor Bauer doesn't like girls. <laughs> kind of hates women. So uh, Yeah, it's true, man. That, that That is one of the main complaints about that guy. Uh, it, Sean asked, well, what would you like to, to talk about watching a Cubs game? And I'm like, well, exactly. That's why I'm hanging out with my friends. I was down at Bleacher Jeff's. We were down in the patio. I was hanging out with him. I was cooking some chicken. Gary came back because he was borrowing the car. Like, we, you know, it's a busy night over here at Casa de Rocket. So, like, uh, you know, I, I listen with the sound off. I, I like to hear the sound of my own voice, as you guys obviously both know. And uh, most of the listeners of this show know. So, um, you know, it's fine. We're having fun. We're still in first place. I'm going to bring us all back a moment. You know, I know know it sucks. I know they're going to blow it. I know it's going to come down to the last game of the season. But, like, we can carry that with us. You know what I mean? I think think the the Cubs. He's he's like Joe Buck with Kershaw now. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, with that start, Cardinals with their COVID and the – Reds getting off to that slow start and not gelling till the end. It, it's you're getting to a point where the Twins are playing good baseball and they're going to face the Reds. That's going to be a brutal series where they're going to beat the shit out of each other. And then the the Reds have to face uh, a lot of the Brewers' good pitchers. The Brewers didn't have a lot of their good pitchers going against Cincy. The Brewers are going to have their opening day starter and uh, Corbin Burns playing. Uh, so you know you you can count on at least hopefully somehow. The Cubs may be getting a win tomorrow. I don't well, know. Maybe maybe no, they show up. We're getting a win tonight if you feel like backing into something because let's back into something. And that is that right now the Royals are beating the Cardinals 12 to 1. Yeah, yeah. it was 11 to 1 earlier we were talking about. I, I mean, 12 though. Been, hey, if the 12, Cardinals 12. just keep losing, then 
it doesn't matter what the fucking Cubs do. Exactly. <laughs> well, if, if the Cardinals lose. But they say, you know, you're going to win 20, you're going to lose 20, and it's all about the 20 in the middle. Right. You're going to win 20, the, you're going to lose 20, and whatever the Cardinals do for their 20, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the thing right now. The situation is, is if the Cardinals lose, which it's pretty much rock solid, I don't know if there's any devil magic that can help them come back, but I probably shouldn't say that because I also said the Cubs are going to win 7-2 tonight. Um but, By the way, Mike Montgomery on the mound for nice. the, right now. So, Mikey but Mont. Here's sighting. the thing: if the Cardinals lose, the Reds slip back into second, tie for second place at three point five. Now, again, the percentage is going to be messed up because of St. Louis's stupid shit, um, having COVID. to make up two games and COVID. Yeah, for, stuff. They, they are full of disease. Yes, and so they're, they're again. It's not as simple as the Cardinals losing out because now you're going to also need the Reds to lose out if you plan on not winning any more games from now until 2021. Yeah, <laughs> who do the Reds have? They got the Twins. All right, so, so well, it's that not, it's was no tough. cakewalk. It's right. no cakewalk for anybody walking into this <laughs> last weekend of the series. So very much so, the Cubs can completely back into this thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> back it up, baby. Back it up, Boogaloo. Uh, so right. what do, what do we have tomorrow? We have a day game. So I it's, I think it's just me and you, uh, Michael Cotton, and maybe whoever else I can. Me and you up. and a pile of Kyle and, and a pile Fucking of Kyle. A sad, steamy pile of Kyle from just <laughs> leftover from tonight. You know the guys in the he's in the locker room. Yeah, he's just not talking to anybody. He's sitting over in his locker, and they look at him, and, and his face is just blank. No emotion on it whatsoever, but you know behind those eyes, he's like, fuck you, and fuck you, and fuck you, and hit the goddamn ball, you piece of shit. I fucking hate the way that you swing. All of them. He's just killing them all inside of his mind. Are you talking about Alec Mills? No, 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 no. That's, that's <laughs> Kyle. That's Kyle tonight. No, that's but why I'm he's talking just about a Kyle pile, tomorrow. A pile of Kyle. Alec he's going to be Mills. on the show with us. Alec we are going to get this. We're going to let Kyle Uh-oh. Hendricks come on the show tomorrow so that he can fucking vent someplace that's safe. <laughs> so we, we're, we're facing, what, who is it, Chad Cool tomorrow? Yeah, we got Chad Cool. That's and, awesome. And Alec Mills, who I thought you were talking about, who would be maybe known as the steaming pile of Kyle, which he was last time against Minnesota when he gave up the four runs on six hits. Bill knows um, what I'm talking about. I crush your head. <laughs> oh, it's it's a bit. You were doing a bit that I that nobody caught up on. Uh, well, anyway, Chad Cool is going out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, can I crush? Is it Crawley? C- Crawley just fucking. Just... <laughs> You're like. I just heard Crawley. I don't know. Like I don't broke. know what that was. Uh, <laughs> like, he almost started to talk. As an as an old man, I will literally be like a reincarnation of Ron Santo. Bless his soul. Because that, that was, right now I'm just groaning and grunting. That was your cr- version of the fucking Cubs check check swing. <laughs> it was my my Ron Santo in anniversary. I think I believe today was the anniversary of the Brant Brown game. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. I am absolutely just sitting here just how did you lose this game? How on God's green earth did you make Trevor Williams look like Are you surprised? Come on. You I am surprised, be surprised because of how bad this guy is. It's there's no excuse like, well, we've never seen him before. Well, 
Nothing. This guy, you want to talk about steaming piles. This guy literally has the little smell drawings coming up above him. Tell you, he, he was, he was, he fucking sucks. He was, he, I, I don't know. I think maybe the Cubs just, you know, they weren't ready to play today because they partied all last night yeah. because they made it in the playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> they were so in, they were, were in disco the party dancing, room, fucking night getting it fever, all. Night fever. They just weren't ready today. We they don't want to boot it. We made they were the all hungover. We made the playoffs. Uh, they, you know, yeah. they're in the party room. They're all drinking. They're giving each other the COVID tests up the nose. Look at, but look, he had that one game, Trevor Williams against Minnesota, a three hitter. He had it in him. He did it tonight again. These are major league baseball players. They can make mince meat of anybody on any given evening. Uh, bike spoke writes in says check cereal has become a sponsor of the Cubs for every check swing. They donate to charity. <laughs> where's yeah. bikes? Where's bike spoke that, been? I haven't seen bike spoke in a while. He used to go with me to lucky doors and yeah. we used to, I want to hear Pat. Down. I want to hear Pat. And that check swing was brought to you by checks, checks. for every check swing. The Cubs <laughs> do this year. Checks will make a uh, donation. It, it, it's all coming because because Rob Manfred basically hates baseball. Bike and, spoke. You know, it, it, this game reminded <laughs> it, this bike. This was just like actually riding a bike without a seat. That's how painful this shit was. This was absolutely. <laughs> oh, I've done it. It, it. it is painful. Brutal at how bad this game was, how bad they looked. That 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 swing I showed you from Javi Baez, you know, in Spanish, it's called basura. That's just garbage. Yeah, That's garbage. Just pure garbage. That was just absolute. How did this just look? Mierda. También. Mierda. Mierda también. Hijo de puta. We're going to be censored all over the place. Fucking bullshit. If anybody got censored, that'd be the first time on this show. On this show, yeah. This ain't that show. Well, uh, I mean, we got to get him tomorrow. We got a day game. We got Chad Cool. Uh, you know, Danny, got, this is one, Alec of, Mills. He this is no one of those games at Wrigley. Excited. This is one of those games that, yeah, I'm real fucking excited. This is one of those games at Wrigley where, like, I, and Stanley will be able to, to attest to this, is, like, this is one of those games I'm so pissed that I literally had, I sit in my seats and I let the stadium clear out because I don't want to bump into anybody. I don't want to hear anybody talking stupid shit because I'm on edge. So normally most of the guys at Wrigley, they're pretty cool. They just let me be until I get my shit together. And then go out of the stadium and leave because I'm so fucking pissed right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> go to bed well, next. Well, you're making me laugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm having a good time. I don't know about you. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. The oh, God. You know what? I did not want to come on the show. I was fucking watching this game. I was just like, just trudging my ass out here to the office. I was like, I don't want to fucking do this, but I feel yeah. so much better now. Yeah, and you drove all the way downtown to the Marquee Network to do this post game show. We really I, appreciate it. Like, I did. Yeah. Someday they're going to let you sit behind that desk. I swear to God, it's going to happen for you. <laughs> they they really should because the guys that are behind it now don't. <laughs> Aren't, aren't any fun to listen to. Well, in, in other fun news, you did find graves in your backyard today, Michael Cotton. I, we, didn't, we didn't even get to talk <laughs> about that tonight because we were too busy watching the death of the Cubs instead of guys that died 200 years ago in your backyard. Yep. Yeah, yeah you know, hey, it happens. My house is 160 years old. I'm in the back. I'm still cleaning up 
all the my fucking fence. I just fixed it and I'm digging back there. And yeah, I found uh, I think five graves from uh, 1855 to 1863 or something. So yeah. here's another one right here. This is from SJ right here. The 2012 <laughs> Chicago Cubs as a team hit 240, 302, 378, 683. The 2020 Cubs are hitting 218. 315, 385, 700. So they're about hitting the same. But the 2012 Cubs lost 101 fucking games. It's a disheartening situation. <laughs> Just bringing everybody back up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So oh. <laughs> anyway, you get you got to laugh on a night like tonight because that was garbage. It's been garbage two nights in our life. We've suffered through a lot except for, you know, I mean, it's not as bad as what the Cubs are going through, though. It's, I mean, we're at least having fun with each other and we're enjoying our fandom. And it's, you know, September baseball. We are in first place. I'm going to bring us back up. Who's Johnny? She said it's in her special way. Just always remember <laughs> Keep that in your heart. Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, just don't go to bed angry, right? Come on. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, go. It's, 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 you know, tomorrow's a new day. Have a shot of a lord. Go rub one out to Trevor Bauer tweets. You know, bring up the old, just bring up the old Trevor Bauer on the phone and there you go. He's like happy. He's zooming in on Trevor Bauer's hairline to see if it's as good as Ian Happ's new one. I'm just, I'm just saying, Ian Happ's got to stop selling hair. That's embarrassing for a man in his twenties. Like you just don't admit that yet. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. That's our show. If you like what you see here, please support us at Patreon.com/sunranto. It's how we pay the bills here. We pay for Streamyard. We pay for microphones. We pay for Vaseline so I can rub one out. Just it all helps, yeah. man. It all helps. <clears throat> we pay for Ian Hap uh, treatments for Crawley. I'm gonna uh, need some money to get rid of these bodies that I just found. Yeah, <laughs> another another ten bucks. Maybe we could put Michael behind the desk. Like we got plans. So uh, anyway, just support us at patreon.com slash sunranta. We'll be with you tomorrow at noon. Uh, so uh, have lunch with us. Michael, oh, let's, hey, let's, let's have lunch together. Let's have lunch with the Sunranta show. Me, well, I'll bring uh, I'll bring lunch. No, well, you <laughs> gotta have to bring your own lunch because you live hundreds of miles away from me. But we, we should have lunch together. I'll I'll make my award winning chili. It'll be great, and then we'll chew right into the microphones. Oh, no, people love that. People, <laughs> people it'll be like it. you'll be like listening to uh, to Ron Santo. So, um, uh, all right. Or Zach Zaidman laugh. I don't know. One of those things. The Zackle cackle. The Z- <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, good night, everybody. We'll be there at 1230 and or 12 o'clock. Uh, 12 o'clock. And then after the game, post game. So whatever the hell that is. And uh, I guess. And I just hope the Cubs win so my head doesn't explode. Yeah, so don't forget, <laughs> there is no fighting in the bleachers. Tomorrow is the anniversary of the no fighting in the bleachers game. So enjoy uh, this baseball fight. Spagog! 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 No fighting in the bleachers! There's no fighting in the bleachers! There's no fighting in the bleachers!
There is no fighting in the majors. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the majors. So take that shit outside. There is no fighting in the majors. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the majors. So take that shit outside. And acting like a punk and watch him hit and run and having lots of fun and show him all your love and celebrate and suffering. Fuck, you cannot fight. Don't care who you don't like. Let's all have fun tonight. There is no fighting in the bleachers. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the bleachers. So take that shit As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu 
slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.